Glad to have you along today on Community Matters. Saturday mornings, 8 to 9 on 95.3 WBCK and anytime thereafter at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Richard Pyatt here, made possible, Community Matters is, by Lakeview Ford Lincoln. Boy, we've talked many times on the radio, but we've not always had uh, some extra time to learn more about the Serial City Concert Band. Barb Habisky, that's changing today. Good morning. Good morning, Richard. How are you? I'm well. How are you? It's nice to see you. Yes, you too. Missed you. <laughs> so we have a concert coming up Sunday, February 26th, 3 o'clock, Penfield Performing Arts Center, a special winter concert, right? Yes. Tell us about that. This is a, uh, it's going to have a special focus, isn't it? It is. We're going to feature African-American composers to commemorate Black History Month. The concert is Lift Every Voice. How did you, uh, how did the band determine which composers you wanted to feature? Does uh, Dr. White do that? Is it a collaboration? How does that work? It is a collaboration because we actually have a committee that meets with um, Dr. Stephen White, our director, and we do have a theme for every concert. We do actually three formal concerts a year, Richard, and then we decide a theme pretty early on, and then we gather the music because it takes a while to gather that music, and um, our director knows some of these individuals that uh, were the composers for the pieces, such as that Lift Every Voice and Sing that was arranged by Chris Cresswell. And we're going to do an arrangement of Shenandoah by Omar Thomas. You might note Shenandoah. And then we're also doing Summerland, um, arranged and composed by William Grant Still. And the fun thing that everybody knows this person is Duke Ellington in concert. Yeah, great. So the, the committee works that out. And then there's probably a period of time where the band practices and has to prepare for this, right? Yeah, there's quite a bit of time. They actually try to do uh, hopefully up to 11 rehearsals for that. The pieces are pretty tough, and we rehearse two hours every week on a Monday night. Two hours every week. Well, you know what they say, practice makes perfect. So right. two hours every week, that and, sounds like a good plan. Yeah, and everybody practices on their own as well, because some of the pieces are pretty tough. So we put in a, a lot of people, and most people put some time in at home. All right. Good to know. So we'll look forward to that. Again, this is Sunday, February 26th, 3 p.m., Penfield Performing Arts Center. Uh, you also have a special guest. You'll be joined by a local soprano, right? Yes. And she is going to join us for the world premiere of Somewhere Within. And her name is Carmen Bell. And I'll give you a little background on her. She joined KCC Music Facility as a vocal instructor in 2012. And she's taught privately uh, voice at Marshall Music Company since 2002. Her educational background is a master's of music degree in voice from Eastern Michigan University and a bachelor's of music degree in vocal performance from Western Michigan. Yeah, so folks probably uh, who travel in these circles will will know her well. I believe so because she's performed, you know, across the country, and she's known for dramatic and passionate performances, and performed in numerous operas throughout the country. All right, so we'll look forward to Carmen Bell as well as part of this Lift Every Voice concert 
Sunday, February 26th. Now, it won't break the bank to be part of this. That's the good news, right? (laughs) Right. It's $10 for adults and $5 for students, seniors, 65 and up, and veterans. And there'll be a raffle, too. So if you're in that kind of uh, frame of mind, take a chance. (laughs) Right. 50-50. And if you want advanced ticket sales, you can call 269 962-2153. Eventually, we'll have Eventbrite, and they'll probably have that for our next concert, but we do not have it at this time. Yeah, that happens, doesn't it? We uh, we sort of get into a zone where we say, well, I guess we need to modernize and (laughs) do things like that. Yeah, kind of reminds me of being a podcaster. (laughs) We old radio guys uh, trying to find (laughs) new ways to do things. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. We're moving that direction. <laughs> yeah. So the the concert band has been a part of the community for what, 30 years or something, right? Yeah. Started in 1987 at the Federal Center in Battle Creek, and it was called Uncle Sam's Band. And it really, I used to play for change of command ceremonies when the Federal Center, sometimes it's, you know, obviously the leader is run. Uh, by a civilian, but it used to be run um, by military individuals. And when they'd have a change in command, uh, we'd play for that. And I did numerous change of command ceremonies. And um, I remember one time we had, I don't know how many star general, we had to get a piece of music called Ruffles and Flourishes. And when the general would come in, we started playing it. As soon as he sat down, we had to quit. (laughs) And uh, it was very interesting. So it started out in 1987, and it kind of morphed from there. And we used to be called the Battle Creek Band Company. We've had numerous awesome uh, band directors. And the current band is probably the best it's ever been and the largest it's ever been. Um, we currently have about approximately up to 55 members. Wow. Yeah. So how do you determine that? Uh, when you say you're going to be a concert band, is there a number in mind for the uh, amount of members that you need? Uh, maybe you have some uh, reserve folks who step in or rotate out. How, how does that all work? Yeah, we really don't have reserve folks that rotate in in and out. For example, I played with a lot of the members for 30, 40 years, and we're all friends. And the funny thing is, <laughs> we don't only play in this band. We rove around. Like, I play in five different bands. <laughs> so we look at the type of music we're playing, what type of instrumentation we need, and how much instrumentation we need. There are certain parts of the band that we would like to have more. It's you know, seems to be... Uh, We're always, you know, looking for talented oboe players. Um, We have a great group of bassoonists, which is sometimes hard to get that. We have lots of trumpets. We're always looking for more clarinets. We've got a great euphonium section. So it depends on what we're lacking, I get in certain areas and how much more of each instrumentation we would like to see. So what about you? What was your connection to music that makes you so passionate about the band? Well, my dad was a musician and played in Lou Boyd Dance Band for 42 years. I traveled with him everywhere. And one person I play with, I've known since I was five, and that's George Pendle. I've sat next to him for most of my life. He's an awesome clarinet player. And uh, so I grew up with the love of Glenn Miller and all that kind of stuff. And then my brother was a piano player. 
played all through high school. My main instrument is the clarinet. Started out at KCC in 1976 with Ed Zentier and his first band. And he did KCC band for probably 32 years. Ed Zentier did. And so I did all kinds of theater with Ed and uh, played a little bit in college at Ferris State. And I just kept my finger in it, even though when I had young children and working, I always played in one group. Probably done about 35 pit orchestra shows. Those are my favorite things to do. So I do play the drums in a little quartet, do dances, play in uh, Riverside Connection Dance Band, which is a dance band we play at the Cool Center. And um, they play in the summer Marshall Rotary Band, which a lot of the people in Serial City play in as well. And then I play um, the alto sax and the tenor sax. Okay. And I dabble a little bit. I'm taking piano lessons. <laughs> I keep threatening to do that. Here's a little side note. I have a piano on upright in my living room, which was my wow. mother's when she was a girl. And uh, my mother won awards for playing the piano, and this was a piano that my grandparents bought her. So it, it's a little bit of a family heirloom, but I can play Mary Had a Little Lamb, and that's about it. <laughs> so I said, start somewhere. I guess so, but, you know, at my age, I should have learned by now. <laughs> I have a great piano teacher, so I can share that person with you. I started three years ago, and I did the drums 15 years ago. So it's never, ever too late. Never. I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, so it makes sense that you were, uh, music was a part of your life as a young girl and, and, uh, and especially oh, yeah. with your dad, uh, there was a terrific influence there. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. I can also tell you in middle school, I played the clarinet. If you want to call squeaking playing, <laughs> was not very good. I can remember we had a concert in school. And the this one song we had to play had a rest at the beginning of the song. Wow. Can you see the disaster coming? Okay. So <laughs> I never got as a kid, you know, you know, it is when you're a kid, maybe you're not as focused on these things as you should be. Yeah. I'm the one that started playing at the beginning of the song when there was a rest. So that just means that. <laughs> You know, when the song, when there's a rest, you, there's a break in the playing essentially. And, uh, some silly composer put that rest at the beginning of the song and, and I yeah. just never, it never stuck. So that was me, <laughs> 1970, whatever, when that happened. <laughs> hey, don't ever, you know, don't ever give it up. You should dabble in it and try it. I should, I definitely should, because the piano sits in my living room. So I really should, uh, make something of that. By the way, we should also mention that. Uh, the Serial City Concert Band appears at many events and is for hire at events. Isn't that right? That is true. We have played at uh, Heritage Assisted Living, Lakeview Assisted Living, outside on their lawn. And they make a fun thing out of it. Sometimes they have a strawberry shortcake ice cream thing. And the residents come out and listen to us. We play at Lila Arboretum in the summer. It's called Fantasy Forest. We're going to do, we already have that set up. And we play Memorial Day, always out at the Fort Custer National Cemetery, which is always a thrill to play out there for veterans and recognizing our military. And then we've done celebration of service for high school people going into the military. Kind of see a military theme here. And then we also played this last summer when the Vietnam Wall was here at Harper Creek. And I'm telling you, that was the most thrilling and 
memorable one for me that we've done because we did the opening ceremony. The hooligan flight team flew over and it was just an honor to do that. So we do a lot of those things. Well, congratulations on on the great success the band has had. The event is February 26th, the winter concert Lift Every Voice, Serial City Concert Band performing at 3 p.m. at the Penfield Performing Arts Center in Battle Creek. And then, of course, uh, there's a website, as you might imagine, if you're thinking, oh, Serial City Concert Band would be great to perform at my event, just go to SerialCityConcertBand.org and you'll see more information there. We'll put the link in the show notes. If you're listening by way of BattleCreekPodcast.com, then you can just click right on through. And if you have questions, you can call 269-962-2153, 962-2153. Barb Habisky, it's always fun to talk with you. We'll be listening intently on February 26th. It's a pleasure, and I hope everybody comes out and hears the uh, local soprano artist, Carmen Bell, of the Somewhere Within. Somewhere Within.